Hi, I'm Simon Thiexton and welcome to the Cooperage at our brewery here in Massam as we celebrate the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. This year's long list contains giants of the genre, best-selling hits and an exciting range of thrilling stories set around the world, proving the remarkable talent and offer in the world of crime fiction. The shortlist is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar because they say a glass of Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. And I'll tell you why when you come to Harrogate for our festival in July. Cheers. I'm Joe Haddo and this is our series of interviews with the Thigston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long List Ease for 2023, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Thigston Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by Victoria Selman. Hello. Hello, how are you? Oh, I'm great, thanks. All the better for seeing you. <laughs> and for seeing this marvellous poster that you so so carefully arranged in, as your backdrop there. So okay. wallpapered, wallpapered. My whole office has all these posters here. They were from the train station at Harrogate last year. So we have them all I had I took my um, my husband and kids down with me, and the first stop, of course, was the train station and a lot of photos. I'm like, Mum, can we not get go? I'm like, no, just one more selfie, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get this angle and this angle. This angle, yeah. I'm a pretty one. Yeah, and a lovely poster to have as well. What a nice memento. Yeah. Um, and congratulations on, on being nominated for the biggest award in crime fiction. How did it feel when you heard? Pretty mind-blowing, actually. I wasn't expecting it. My editor phoned me. She said, hey, do you have time for a chat? I'm like, yeah, sure. And she's like, and she gave me the news. I'm like, hang on, sorry, say that again? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't expecting it at all. It was lovely. Because <laughs> sometimes when you get when you get that message from an editor, you've got time for a chat. It could be like... Could be or it could be a sort of like, oh, sorry, we're just not going the way we want. <laughs> so it was a very, yes, it was a good chat this time. It was a very goodness. good chat, Joe, yeah. <laughs> um, and the book, as if we didn't know from that poster, is truly darkly deeply. Um, there'll be some people watching who may not have got to this yet. So could you set up the story for us? Set up the story, yeah, my elevator pitch. Your well, elevator pitch. My elevator pitch. It's, um, it's a serial killer's legacy told through the eyes of his daughter. And the book opens with my protagonist, Sophie, receiving a letter from Matty Melgren, the man she's known as a father and who is also a convicted serial killer, uh, telling her he's in prison and he's dying and he wants to meet. So questions have haunted her for 20 years about whether or not he's really guilty. He's been arrested, he's been charged, he's been convicted, but she's, the doubts linger and it finally looks like she might get the answers she craves. But, dot, 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 Will the truth set her free, or will it bury her deeper? Dot 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 dot. There is a. Um, I'm not saying you or me, but there is a worldwide fascination with serial killers. Do yeah. there is there is this real like, you know, appetite maybe to 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 find out more about them. What what is it about them? Do you think that that draws people in? I'll answer it in two parts because yes, there is a fascination, and I think partly it's this idea of otherness. I mean, they yeah. are alien aren't they i mean so different to us and this idea that they walk among us is is terrifying they could be our next door neighbor our school teacher or the guy interviewing us for the Thiexton's <laughs> but you don't know i mean that's the truth yeah. because, i mean they do they conceal themselves 
But the flip side of that is actually something I'm challenging in Truly Darkly Deeply. So to me, the fascination is, I mean, obviously it's real and we know why we're fascinated. But too often in crime fiction, I think the serial killer gets celebrated. Yeah. I'm trying to reverse that in Truly Darkly Deeply and taking a look from the victim's perspective. And the victims, not just in terms of the people who were killed, but the ripple effect victims. So the families of, of the people who were killed and even my protagonist, who was affected by the fact she loved a monster. She grew up. Um, she she loved this man like a father. He, he gets put in prison for, for being a serial killer. And she's got to live with the guilt of having loved him. And possibly if she'd known sooner what he was doing, could she have saved lives? And how do you live with that guilt? How do you move past it? How do you grow up? Um, and in that sense, actually, it's not just a serial killer novel. It's also a coming-of-age narrative in, respect, in that respect. So I'm looking at different... Yeah. Hopefully not just traditional serial killer. And it's not Hunt. I mean, you know straight away that this guy is in prison. So. Yeah, we start from that point. So it's. It, and it's so important you said that. And it's it, you're absolutely right that, that this celebration of them, you know, the otherness, um, I think is a bit old now. And that's, that's shone through in uh, an, a nonfiction book like um, Helly Rubenhold's uh, yes. The Five, for example, where. That's so interesting you say that. So Taking that, that back, you know. Point to me. Absolutely. I mean, it's very different, my novel, obviously, from The Five. Although she's, of course, looking at Zero Killer 2, one of the most famous ones of all time. But we are both looking at the victim's perspective, albeit in very different yeah. ways. And I yeah. think it's so important to shine that light on those untold stories. I completely agree, yeah. Which you do so brilliantly in this book. Um, what does the Thixon or Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award mean to you personally? Well, I mean, it's a huge honour, isn't it? And I think it's funny. We all write in our little writing caves and we send our little books out and we don't know how they're going to be received. And when you get something like this, it's just, gosh, it's it's very validating. You know, we doubt ourselves as writers all the time. And I think in a way that doubt is good because it pushes us to do better and to challenge ourselves. You never want to rest on your laurels. Um, but when you get nominated for an award as as, as brilliant as this award, it just... It gives you confidence and it makes you think, yeah, it's okay. I, I can do this. So yeah. that's what it means to me. And we all love the festival. Obviously, we circle it in our calendars every year, don't we? Yeah, we do. um, what is it, do you think, about, you know, the Thixon Old Peculiar Festival in Harrogate that everyone loves so much and why we always flock back every year? Possibly you've just answered the question, the fact that we all flock back there every year. Because isn't part of the fun of the festival, meeting other writers, connecting with old friends and meeting you. You and I met at a festival after all. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, it's just the most wonderful way to connect with other people. And I talked about writing caves. I mean, writing is a terribly solitary profession, obviously, by its nature. And so when you get to go and you connect with people who have the same experiences as you and maybe approach problems in different ways or just understand. And it just, my golly, I always come away feeling so energised um, and happy. So I think, I think that's why. And of course, uh, the location is wonderful. I mean, Harrogate is such a gorgeous town. I mean, not just Betty's where. <laughs> but it's lovely, isn't it? And summer, we have that lovely tent. And yeah. chance to catch up in a lovely place is, is always a thrill. Absolutely. And I'm very much looking forward to doing so in July with you. I'll be across the lawn waving from the bar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're watching and you like the sound of Victoria's book, you're thinking, oh, yeah, I could I could get a bit of that. Well, you can. You can purchase it right now, if you like, from our friends at Waterstones. And once you've read it, why not vote for it to be on the shortlist? All you have to do is visit com. 
That's before the 18th of May to cast your vote. Always lovely to see you, Victoria. And uh, if I don't see you before, I'll be there on the lawn. I look forward to seeing you, Joe. Thanks for having me. 